Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey, welcome to today's episode. It's all about how you can use the client avatar to be super focused on who you actually want to serve. Now, that's often for many businesses, entrepreneurs, startups, and so on, a real tripping stone. But that doesn't need to be like that. You can use the client avatar as a stepping stone towards getting the right clients you really want and the right clients who your product or service will best serve. Now, let's face it. Your clients are out there looking for a solution, a service, or something to solve one of their pains. Now, you, of course, you have... Either you are trying to solve a pain that you had yourself or you somebody else had and you decide that's the best solution. You might understand at least one kind of niche, one kind of person, one kind of business that actually can gain from that, what you're offering. Nevertheless, in many cases, people have a wide range of ideas who they can serve. We have to focus on one to five different client avatars so that we can really, really grow substantially and consistently our business. Because as you heard in the previous episode, we have three stages from foundation, optimizing, and then actually expanding. Now, let's face it, with today's time, everything becomes more complex. And it's not just because there's online marketing and online sales, shops, e-commerce, social media, and all these different kinds of things, and every platform is different. We have as well people changing their way of living. Many people are still in home office. Many companies have actually realized they don't need everybody on site. It reduces their space, the office costs, rent, everything, commuting. It's even good for an environment that people don't go to work every day and some days in the week maybe work from home. Maybe some people even prefer to work from home all the time and maybe even work from a different country or a different location where they always wanted to work. And they're maybe more productive, more happy, more sustainable in the way of living and doing business and contributing to your business. Now, the client avatar. Why is it so important? If you're doing a business, if you're building a business, designing, you have to treat the business the way a pilot would treat as well a flight. You need to create a checklist. And that checklist is so important because otherwise you're scattered mentally everywhere. 
And that checklist is super important. Otherwise, you're going to blast your business into oblivion by simply doing the things the wrong way around or omitting things, forgetting stuff, doing stuff you shouldn't be doing, and so on. Now, the client avatar is exactly an important part because it not only just affects more traditional marketing, it affects as well how we sell the product, how we design certain aspects of a product or service, and as well how we then adjust or design our entire support, customer service area. Even in finance, that's a, a thing where it actually affects that. Because if your products are great, your customer service is great, but your financial side of business sucks, then it's horrible for clients to do business with you because your sales department is maybe sending out invoices that just don't fit with that kind of industry niche or actually hurting you because people are then deciding, huh, I'm canceling my order. And even if they have to pay a month or a year, it doesn't matter. They just want out and away from you. Now, we don't want that. So, take a white sheet of paper, focused, not disturbed, put your phone aside, put it on airplane mode or anything what you need. You want peace and focus of your mind. Now, the client avatar, what is it? It is a fictitious client. We imagine a person, and it doesn't matter whether it's a woman or a man, company, small company, big company, it doesn't matter. Every business consists as well of humans. Now, let's say you think, okay, my business needs a client of a certain kind of size, structure, niche, anything, and the buyer usually is a person who actually is going to say yes and is actually going to sell. I mean, sell it to themselves. That's the optimum way of doing business. Now, we have to, of course, then design who is that person. In some cases, we might even design a second client avatar of somebody who um, has to be as well included in that decision-making. Because the bigger an organization, the more people are going to influence the buying decision. So let's say you are looking to small, medium-sized companies, and there's maybe a boss, a company owner, and so on. And then you try to describe what this person does, how that person lives, and how his habits are, how is his mindset. Is he something very generous? Is he very sportive? Is she very um, intentive or eager, aggressive, caring? Yeah, maybe it's even a person who likes dogs or cats or somebody who's scared of heights, somebody who's absolutely crazy about flying, cycling, highly sportive, um, or... What do you know, um, Iron Man? Maybe it's a guy who does Iron Man competitions and so on, and that's your kind of client. Doesn't matter. Whatever the person does, whether it's a family person, a single person, a red type, a blue type, a green type, a yellow type, doesn't matter. You simply go and write down a description of this person who we are actually imagining could be a 
client. And we're not giving it a real name. We're not giving it a real company name or anything. But we're just having this fictitious character we are designing. And we're trying to write down as well, of course, things, how the person lives at home, how the person um, goes to work, what are the working habits, what the ideas, what's the mindset, how the person maybe manages his staff, his business, how he does business, how he buys stuff and services, all these different things. And this gives us a better impression as well how certain things might be of importance to that person. So let's say a person likes sports cars, and okay, it's a sportive person, he likes this and he likes that. Maybe it's a, an innovative person. He is more into technology, he wants to be maybe sustainable, more environment, and then maybe the person who's highly, uh, um, doesn't want to waste resources, doesn't have a car, maybe commutes every day to work, is totally happy, has basic things, and doesn't want any luxury, no luxury watches, no luxury this and that. Totally different to the person who drives a Porsche, has expensive watch, has nice suits, and a really beautiful office and so on, but is very eager, very um, ambitious, and expects the best of his people and if he doesn't get it he gets annoyed he gets aggressive he gets loud and so on yeah and then there's other person who maybe takes things very lax yeah and easygoing and he's maybe a green or yellow type maybe he's very communicative so we have to of course write all these different things down try to imagine the best as possible how this person could be and Ideal would be to create maybe five different variations each time, taking the paper that we filled before, putting out of our eyesight, and then just simply starting from scratch another kind of person. And eventually maybe we have five different avatars, and we look at them and say, okay, who do we really want to do business? What's maybe the best to start with? Yeah. So we're not going to take the one who endlessly needs redesigning, re-offers, and another offer, another quote, and so on. We don't want the one who tries to push and squeeze us to the event that we actually practically give them 50% discount. That's not the client you want. You don't want somebody who's pushing you to give more discount, more discount, until actually there's no reason why you should even provide the service, let alone even start doing that work. So focus on who is the good client and not on the bad ones at the same time of course creating the client avatar might help you describe who you actually do not want and those you should mark as a red flag to your own let's say qualifications uh, system your qualification process where you try to find out who of the leads you're getting in is actually going to be the right lead for you and then focus only on those leads and work through them. Get them happy, get them to buy, and build a sustainable recurring business with them. And then copy and paste again and again, get more of this kind of clients. That makes sense. If you don't do that, you are going to be messy. You're going to do 20, 50 different kind of industries, and everything will be unique and it's difficult to actually systemize, optimize, and get the most out of the business, which means eventually you will be not profitable, you have lots of gaps, lots of issues, 
And you're actually leaving money on the table because in most cases, if you're wasting your energy on clients that are not actually going to be scalable, you are actually just creating yourself a job. And that's not why you started a business. So whether you started on your own, started with others, whether you're buying it and you're rebuilding and redesigning, it doesn't matter. If you cannot scale it, it's not really a business. It's just an occupation. So, looking forward to next episodes. I hope you've enjoyed this one. See you soon. And listen to what I've got for you just right after this audio. Wait, listen. Was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.